atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for June the 19th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. Welcome to the broadcast, libertyroundtable.com for live and on-demand free radio and donation links for you to help us tell the tale of liberty as we take on the mainstream press like never before. A quick recap of yesterday's show, still available online at libertyroundtable.com. We talked about British female Olympians. Well, they want transgender rules that they say are unfair suspended. Yeah, the females are getting kind of mad that they're trying to blur the male and female reality check, huh? Senate, Congressional Western caucuses are praising Donald Trump's Forest Service. Why? For revising environmental regulations to be a little more realistic, to backing off on a lot of those whacked out Green New Deal stuff, ideas. Donald's doing the best he can. The problem is poor Donald's just surrounded by swamp monsters, and it's getting worse. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. You got two million folks protesting in Hong Kong. Uh, they got an extradition of policy, or uh, he issued an policy, but anyway, they're frustrated with their leadership there, folks. I guess they're going, what, back under Chinese rules? Is that how it is? Jettisoning Britain? Less freedom around the world? Sad to say. We talked about an archbishop doing a phenomenal job voting for a pro-abortion candidate. He says, a mortal sin. Yeah, the guy's in Argentina, and in my opinion, he's spot on. Planned Parenthood builds an Alabama abortion clinic despite the Alabama law on abortions. How does that all work? Well, again, they have plenty of money. People put their money where their mouth is, and uh, that law will be challenged big time when they're building uh, death mills. Wow, funded by tax dollars, too, with Planned Parenthood, huh? They can't seem to get rid of that, even though they've talked about it and talked about it. The Republicans just can't get it done. Vermont governor, guy's name is Phil Scott. He's a nutcase Republican. Signed an extreme pro-abortion bill into law, permitting abortions to be permitted up to the moment of birth for any reason. I mean, Vermont's just out of control, pro-death in Vermont. Landlords are now opposing President Trump's plan to evict undocumented immigrants. So now you got landlords against the Donald. Donald Wright, the landlords want a free handout or subsidizing of their slumlord positions, I guess, huh? The Fed, that's the Federal Reserve, asked if it took away the punch bowl too early. Too soon, New York Times with the article. Now they want to lower interest rates. Donald warned them and said they needed to, and they laughed at him, and now they're admitting that he's right. But that is only if you go along with the fake money. If we accept that we've got to have fake money, then I guess they're going to lower interest rates. But the reality check is we've got to get rid of the Fed manipulating interest rates, get rid of the Fed pumping out fake money, get rid of the moral hazard called the Federal Reserve entirely. The first 100-plus years of our nation didn't have a Fed. 
And they say the Fed was designed to stop the booms and the busts, but we've had plenty of booms and plenty of busts since the Fed. In fact, the greatest depression and the greatest recession were both under the Fed. Uh, and so the dishonesty uh, in the hypocrisy is beyond imagination. The Fed's also purpose was to defend the dollar. But sadly, the dollar is now not tied to gold and silver constitutional currency. It's tied to oil, the petrodollar. And the other sad part is your dollar is only worth about five cents now. You don't believe me? I can prove it to you. We do that with Brian every Thursday on your radio as we promote the Honest Money Report. By the way, coming up on Thursday, the Supreme Court upheld the ability of federal and state governments to prosecute defendants twice for the same crime, double jeopardy, if you will. It's a shame, ladies and gentlemen. The federal government has no business in 90% of the crimes they are involved in, even being involved if you go read your Supreme Law. We also talked about one of the VU co-hosts, Joy uh, Behar, or Behar, attacks Donald Trump, says he's one cheeseburger away from keeling over. I think the portly lady uh, ought not speak out too boldly against the Donald. I mean, he's pretty healthy. So, you know, I don't know what to say, but the guy's got plenty of... Energy. You can't call the dawn low energy, can you? All right. Altered videos are a modern-day nightmare. They're literally able to make anything appear in video as if it's real, but it's fake. Fake news being ratcheted to all-time highs. Even as Donald complains about fake news, there's more fake news in the country than there ever was before. I'll tell you that right now. Teen Vogue running off the rails. That's the teen magazine. Calls for legalizing prostitution. Yes, they say sex work is real work. WND.com reporting on it. What a shame from Vogue magazine as they promote immorality. Uh, America should be the light on a hill for God's law and for morality and for the proper role of limited constitutional government with checks and balances to rein in out-of-control belligerents. But nevertheless, Teen Vogue calling for the promotion of prostitution, suggesting to young females that, hey, that's an appropriate good line of work for you to consider. They're off their rockers crazy. Again, when we turn our back on God's law when it comes to morality and his guidelines uh, for relationships and, and, and the sexual procreative relationship, when they turn their backs on that, trust me, we'll reap the whirlwind, folks. Write it down and remember who's born on you first. Twitter launches an attack on Planned Parenthood critic. Yeah, they told live action that they could resume their promotion if they would get rid of Anything regarding abortion procedures. So don't you dare highlight the truth or you're shut down on Twitter's the bottom line. Jack Dorsey and crew over there, Donald praising them, but the thugs are just absolutely obliterating free speech. They have their own platform. They can do what they want. The sad part is many of these platforms are built by your tax dollars, folks. That's where the rub is. Melinda Gates doubling down just like Jack Dorsey and Twitter for the pro-death agenda. Melinda Gates, that's Bill Gates' wife. Champions population control in third world countries. Wow. And that was hour one of Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour two, we had our guest on Mr. Joel Skousen. Commentary and insights on a troubled world. Worldaffairsbrief.com. Get your copy today. Editor at worldaffairsbrief.com. You get a free copy to test it out. And then if you pay for it, which I would highly recommend, it's one of the best news options in the country (laughs) that breaks it down from a no holds bar reality check. Uh, No sacred cows there, I'll tell you that right now. But anyway, it comes in your inbox every Friday with great updated cherry-picked stories of what you need to be aware of in America. And we talked about Donald Trump's deal with Mexico as a big old sham. Sounds good, but Donald backed away way too early. We talked about two more tankers attacked by Iran. It's a false flag. Iran's not the enemy that they're painting it out to be. 
It's a big old lie. We talked about the growing Russian-Chinese alliance, a serious, serious threat. Um, We talked about the NSA gave Israel surveillance data on Americans, but it's not really about the surveillance data on us. It's about the ability for the Israelis to spy and eventually steal technology. That's how they've really been able to get our technology in the hands of the communist Chinese and the hands of Israel and eventually uh, Russia and, and North Korea. Okay, they all, It's a big, huge technology heist around the world. It's an absolute shame, and government agencies are participating in it. Unconstitutional government agencies literally plotting our demise. That technology, those weapons, that international funding um, and training and arming of enemies will eventually be used against the American people. It is an absolute treasonous sellout. But nobody's willing to call it that. Even Donald's afraid to say that China is a predator. Even Donald's afraid to say China, well, he won't even mention that they shouldn't be our most favored nation trading partner, will he? Didn't think so. Biden's climate change deal. We talked about that a little bit. It's nothing but a a carry forward of the Ocasio-Cortez Green New Deal. Softened a little bit to make you believe it's not as radical, but it's still got the same core. It's out of control belligerence. The idea is, hey, Humans are an enemy of the world, and um, government's got to take control around the world and stop the humans from destroying themselves. It's a big old lie. It's the Hegelian dialectic used against the people. It's global warming. It's global cooling. doesn't matter. We just need control, says government. Got to reject that outright. Not enough of us doing it. That's for sure. The FBI, they have damaging tapes on Martin Luther King, ladies and gentlemen. Martin Luther King was a pervert. He participated in and egged on a rape. Uh, According to this data, he literally was a pervert with prostitutes every night. Don't worry, though. You got uh, Teen Vogue, you know, trying to raise your daughters to, you know, be part of this kind of a lifestyle. What a shame for Martin Luther King. Where's the Me Too movement when you need them? They're not willing to stand up against Martin Luther at all. Painting him as a saint, but he was nothing but a pervert, folks. Not only did he uh, have perverted views with regards to women, not only would the Me Too movement have a heyday if they were honest with themselves, uh, but the truth is he was not only those things, but he was backed by communist money, too. All that in the FBI reports. Do you trust the FBI? I don't. But did they get that right? Well, all I know is this. Why don't they release the tapes? Oh, because they're not going to be released till 2027. Why? Well, I mean, we got to let the truth of Martin Luther King Jr. come out slowly so it doesn't change the lie we've told for 50 years, right? All right. We talked about a preparedness tip. Long-lasting wool socks. Andrew Skousen, Joel Skousen's son, doubles down on the uh, efforts to help us in preparedness. Does a great job. It's one of the most popular pieces of the uh, World Affairs Brief for good reason. Anyway, that's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. It is available online for free, libertyroundtable.com. Download, listen, spread the word, and share. When you're there, have a heart to help and donate, would you please? Uh, And news the networks refuse to use starts right after the pause. Kirk Cosby will be with me. And, man, we got a lot for you. We'll start out with big old Florida 2020 election announcement from President Trump. Are you surprised he's running again? Many said he wouldn't. But here he is. We'll tell you about it. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody ever have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped-up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. It's Sam and Kurt on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. Rolling right along. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, did you get a chance to check out the speed? Well, welcome to the broadcast, Kurt. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right. Did you get a chance to see the Donald live, Kurt? No, I didn't. I just right. read about it. You know, Neither but did I. I read about it. To uh, hear in the audio. I read about it, and then I went and got the audio, because I know Kurt's going to request me to do it in the middle of the show, and if I do it before the show, I can actually do one thing at a time instead of 15. Uh, so there you go. So that's in your uh, inbox there, Kurt. You can listen to that audio. It's only 113 minutes or 120 minutes or whatever it is long, and you know, you got plenty of time. It starts out with Mike Pence mid-speech. It doesn't quite finish the Donald speech. I don't know what exactly happened with the audio that I got. But anyway, it's got uh, Mike Pence speak first, then music, then uh, Melania speaks for a quick second and introduces her husband, the president of the United States, Kurt. I kind of like that. Imagine that. You know, you know they said she wasn't uh, willing to stand by her husband. I don't know how you can stand by him more than that, Kurt. Yeah, good point. They also said she you know, hated the idea that he was running for president and she didn't want to be the first lady, but... She says she's had a great two years, and she's looking forward to six more. Mm-hmm. And I personally think what happens is she's from a different country, and so, you know, she uh, immigrated to America legally. Can I say that again, Kurt? She immigrated to America legally. I like that. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think that's phenomenal. Point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, she understands what it's like to not have the blessings of this country. Uh, and she basically, I'm sure that when, you know, Donald was running for president, she's a little shy. She's got an accent. 
I think she speaks quite good English, by the way. She speaks many languages, from what I understand. Anyway, those people that want to, you know, say that she's not very smart, I think they ought to show off their ability. (laughs) Good languages, you know. That's a great point. But I don't think uh, her English is reasonably heavily accented, Kurt. In other words, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty thick accent. At the same time, I can understand every word she says, though, Kurt. Let's be clear. Just because there's an accent, that doesn't mean that she doesn't have pretty dang good command of the English language. I think she does. At least whenever I've heard her speak, she does. And if you know multiple languages, I mean, I struggle with one. You know what I mean? I get on the radio and Kurt Crosby corrects my every word. My mother listened and corrected my every word. Hey, this lady's got like five languages and she speaks better than I do. So there you go. Uh, Anyway, all I'm telling you is I have nothing but respect for her, Kurt. Yeah. Is what I'm telling you. Um, and and her I, whole be best thing and all that other stuff. Well, yeah, she didn't mention that in this. Great example of a good, you know. You're lady. right. I'm not telling you she's perfect, but I'll tell you what, she sure could be. I mean, imagine her budget 30% of what President Obama's wife did. Yeah, that's I mean, right. You know, it's phenomenal. Nobody hardly talks about it. And I would say that speaks of her intelligence right there, personally. But, hey, uh, anyway, all I'm telling you is I think she did a phenomenal job. She didn't say much, though. She just said she's looking forward to, you know, she's been grateful to be the first lady for the last two years uh, plus, yeah. And she's looking forward to the next six. And she really feels like, hey, we're all ready to go to work for you. And we're, we're able to, ready to do our best and stuff like that. And anyway, she didn't say much. But what she said, I believe, was classy. Uh, I believe was appropriate. And, uh, you know, good for her. So you got Mike Pence speaking and then her and then Donald. You got some music in there and all that kind of stuff. But um, I don't mean to attack Donald's speech. Okay. But the mainstream press just attacking everything he says. Oh, it's the same old Donald. He's attacking the media and he's attacking the deep state and he's attacking everything. And, you know, hey, Donald said it was going to be a a, a change. Um, And what's interesting is they, on one hand, say that Donald's just the same old Donald. On the other hand, they point out several changes that they don't give Donald credit for, but I am concerned about. One of them is it says 90% of the Republican Party is backing Donald now. That concerns me because most of the Republican Party is nothing but a big old swamp. Um, secondly, they say that Donald has um, you know, rejected the donors and, and, and kind of run a, a very um, basic campaign, kind of a ragtag shoestring campaign in the first go round with his friends and family and you know, people from his business world kind of helping. And now he's transitioned all those folks out and now he's got solid Republican professionals behind him. And instead of getting the ragtag donors like you and I, Kurt, he's got big business bucks behind him and he's got real Republican cash cow bundling dollars behind him and so on one hand they try to say his campaign is the same of rhetoric and attacks and on the other hand they admit that he's basically backed into the republican party like you would not believe uh, and donald uh, starts out by saying how grateful he is in america and grateful he is to be in florida and florida is his second home and well you know could be considered even his first home because he's not really part of the swamp and he goes on like that and then donald starts to talk about where he is and what he's doing and things like that. And I just, I have to disagree with him. Kurt, let me play a little bit of what he's talking about, and we'll talk about this. We stared down the unholy alliance of lobbyists and donors and special interests who made a living bleeding our country dry. That's what we've done. Now, the people love that. But, Kurt, I don't see it. I see that, that Donald Trump started out doing that. But over time, he's just backed backed more into them. He's got more lobbying and bundling dollars now than he's ever had. So I don't I don't really see that he stared them down and won like he makes it sound. I don't I don't see it that way. 
I see the swamp as very difficult. Uh, they've about um, drowned the Donald. I still appreciate that he's fighting and doing good, and I support him in that effort. But I'm telling you right now, I don't think the swamp has lost over the last two years. I'll tell you that right now. All right, and then he goes on. We broke down the doors of Washington back rooms where deals were cut to close our companies, give away your jobs, shut down our factories, and surrender your sovereignty and your very way of life. And we've ended it. I don't agree with that. I don't think we've ended that at all. We still have the United Nations around. We still have the swamp making backroom deals all the time. Okay, I don't see that we've ended it. No, I think there's been some deregulations, which are wonderful. I think there's been some highlighting of some key issues, which is necessary. I think we've fought hard, but I don't think we've ended it, Kurt. Do you? Could you say that we've ended well, the backroom uh, deals I, and globalism? I, I would say this, that, you know, uh, there's certainly a whole bunch more of them to be ended, if you ask me. But, you know, I, I saw this little quote from, uh, um, this is a uh, political piece on it. And it's, you know, their quote from the president. And he says, together, we're breaking the most sacred rule of Washington politics. We are keeping our promises to the American people. And I um, think there are some promises he's kept, but there's a lot of promises that are broken, too. Well, I think, you know, that what you've got there is... Um, is the swamp against I him. Mean, I agree. Well, not not just that. I I I mean, you think like I I've been on jobs where I thought, hey, man, I get this done in half an hour. You know, I'll get this done in uh, 10 minutes and uh, find out later, you know, I'm lucky in 10 hours to have it done. Yeah, you're right. It's an Um, underestimating of the swamp and it's an underestimating of what it really takes to do certain things that you, you know, may not have done before. I get that and I accept that and I support that. I don't mean to attack Donald, but I do mean to be a little bit more candid about where we really are. Right. Here he is. There's a big crowd there, I might add. A huge crowd. We took crowd. on a political machine that tried to take away your voice and your vote. Okay. He's making it sound like he beat this political machine that tried to take away the voice of the vote. But, but, but when I see what happened to Roy Moore in Alabama, I hardly believe that he's beat that, Kurt. Right. In fact, he's By the joined way, the, uh, the capacity of the place was like 20,000, I think. It's called the Amway Center in Orlando. Yeah, and they had the and, standing uh, room only. And I guess they got 25,000. Oh, yeah. And not only that, Donald says earlier that 120,000 people applied to try to go. Right. And I I had, you know, seen that in reports, not just from him, you know, from yeah, other that's right. places. I mean, other places are not, starting to admit it. Not your places like uh, CNN or anything. Of course not. But I'm talking about, you know, other sources. Yeah, but so I don't, I don't think he's really beat the vote fraud stuff. I still have serious, serious, serious concerns about that. Again, he's tried. I'm not attacking the Donald as much as I'm saying the problem isn't solved, though. And uh, what I don't want to do is attack President Trump. But what I also don't want to do is pretend it's solved and just, you know, wave the flag and clap my hands because I believe we still have a problem. When you have a Roy Moore get literally abused by the system like they've done, I'm telling you, it is not good. All right, here he goes. They tried to take away your dignity and your destiny. But we will never let them do that, will we? You know, Mike Pence said before, we'll never be a socialist country. 
Uh, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate the desire not to be one, and I support that. But the idea is we're already a significantly socialist country, Kurt. We backed socialism big time in America. Property taxes and income taxes highlight the point very nicely. Many times I said we would drain the swamp, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're draining the swamp. All right. Is that how you see it? We'll pause that. We'll repeat that frame. Uh, All I'm telling you is I don't see that we're draining the swamp. I really don't. No offense, but we'll talk about this in a second. Sam and Kurt on your radio. The goal is not to beat up the Donald, but it is to highlight kind of a realistic state of the union where we really are and be candid about what we're facing. Right? Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. We're going to keep making America great again. President Trump kicks off his 2020 re-election campaign, taking aim at Democrats, calling them reprehensible when it comes to border security. At the jam-packed rally in Orlando last night, he also slammed Dems for their support for sanctuary cities. And the president saying a vote for any Democrat in 2020 would be a vote for the rise of radical socialism. One of the Democrats running for the White House, Bernie Sanders, says he watched the president's entire Speech. Uh, an hour and a half speech of lies, uh, distortions, and total absolute nonsense. At least three people injured when a rocket strikes a compound housing the residential and operations headquarters of ExxonMobil and some other big oil companies near the southern Iraqi city of Basra. And this is USA Radio News. Liberty Mutual Insurance presents. And Doug. Limu, there's a woman threatening to sign up for generic car insurance. Grab your birdseed and let's go. Uh, I'm going to sign these papers right here, right now. Ma'am, drop the pen. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. <sighs> Thanks, Limu, Emu, and Doug. Don't thank us. Thank Liberty Mutual, but also thank us. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurance. State laws apply. Hi, I'm Captain Obvious, and every day thousands of people book trips on Hotels.com. Trips you will later hate like. What's a hate like? It's when you like a picture of Kyle pretending to put his fingers on top of another national monument, even though you kind of hate it. It's not that you hate Kyle, it's that you hate that he's there, and you're sitting in a bathroom stall at work. Don't hate like Kyle's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Hundreds attended a community meeting in Phoenix, Arizona last evening to discuss a videotaped encounter at the end of last month involving local police and a black family. Officers seen on viral video pointing guns and shouting obscenities at a couple and their two young kids after they claimed the four-year-old daughter had stolen a doll from a store without her parents' knowledge. Last night, this woman at that community meeting told police... Tell the truth! Say we have a problem! Say we have systemic racism. We need to address it. Apologize for doing what you're doing wrong. 
Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan's removing himself from consideration to head the Defense Department because of domestic violence in his family years ago. The Washington Post says his ex-wife was arrested for allegedly punching him in the face and trying to set his clothing on fire. Shanahan telling the Post, quote, bad things can happen to good families. This is USA Radio News. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, so we're talking about Donald's 2020 campaign speech, folks. The bottom line is, uh, this is serious business. And it's a little bit scary to see what's going on. Donald makes it seem like we've already drained the swamp, you know. Here's what he says. What happened to my thing here? Okay. We stared down... The unholy alliance of lobbyists and donors and special interests who made a living bleeding our country dry. That's what we've done. We broke down the doors of Washington back rooms where deals were cut to close our companies, give away your jobs, shut down our factories, and surrender your sovereignty and your very way of life. And we've ended it. I don't agree with that at all. We took on a political machine that tried to take away your voice and your vote. They tried to take away your dignity and your destiny. But we will never let them do that, will we? Many times I said we would drain this. Times I said. Many times. Sorry, guys. Many times I said we would drain the swamp, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're draining the swamp. A lot of clapping. Big, long bunch of claps here. And that's why the swamp is fighting back so viciously and violently. I agree with that. For the last two and a half years, we have been under siege. And with the Mueller report, we won. And now they want a do-over. They want a do-over. Let's do it again. Didn't work out too well. Let's do it again. They want a do-over. No president should ever have to go through this again. It is so bad for our great country. A hoax. The great hoax. Our patriotic movement has been under assault from the very first day. We accomplished more than any other president has in the first two and a half years of a presidency and under circumstances that no president has had to deal with before because we did, in the middle of the great and illegal witch hunt, things that nobody have been able to accomplish, not even close. Nobody's done what we have done in two and a half years. So there's a lot of mix-up there, Kurt, in this statement. I agree with everything he just said there. No one's been able to do what he's done. No one stood more for pro-life in our lifetime. No one's got rid of more regulations. Uh, so he's done tremendous in many, 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 many ways. And, and I'm not trying to eclipse that in any way. 
but when we say that we've, you know, hey, we've ended this this cabal in Washington, and we've, I just think it's taking credit for something that we cannot underestimate. It is not even close to being solved. And he says we're draining the swamp right now, and I don't really see it, Kurt. Now, maybe it's that he really is, and I just don't know it. But number one, I don't know a single person that I trust or that I believe is solid uh, in the White House administration, except for maybe two people. I would say Ben Carson is one that I might trust and give a lot of credit credit for. Uh, I think he's doing a phenomenal job. That's why you don't hear hardly anything about him, because they don't want to cover him. And the other one is uh, that lady, the education lady. What's her name? All right, I'll try to get Kurt back. Betsy DeVos. Yeah, Betsy DeVos. Okay. I think she's doing a phenomenal job. Not perfect, but a good job. I don't know anybody else in, in the administration I even trust. Do you, Kurt? Um, it's, I can't really think of anybody so else. So this I mean, idea that we've kind of yeah. ended the cabal and kind of we're draining the swamp and we're just underway, just give us more time, we're, we're cranking on it, I just don't buy. The fact that Donald's done more than any other president in our lifetimes, I absolutely think is factual. We went through the greatest witch hunt in political history. I don't know about that either, but I do, think, collusion- I do think that they were very dishonest to the Donald. I don't know that it was the biggest witch hunt in history, though. I think there's been plenty of those. ...was committed by the Democrats. The f- See, now, I disagree. It wasn't committed by the Democrats. Republicans were in on this betrayal as much as the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you fool yourself. Okay, the swamp is against the Donald, not just the Democrats. But see, Donald can't speak out against the Republicans if he's getting 90 plus percent support now and big bundling dollars and the Republican National Committee is all behind the Donald now. Hey, he can't speak out too boldly against his new alliance. Right. That concerns me as well. Fake news media and their operatives and the people who funded the phony dossier, crooked Hillary Clinton and the DNC. Now it was all up. an illegal attempt to overturn the results of the election, spy on our campaign, which is what they did, and subvert our democracy. Remember, okay, whoa, whoa, insur- whoa, whoa. The president of the United States, Kurt, doesn't even understand we don't have a democracy. What do you say to that? Small technicality or serious issue? Well, to me, it's a serious issue, but uh, I we hear it all the time, right, Sam? We get told yeah, but it doesn't make it time. any more acceptable. That's right. You know, and, and I know you could say, Sam, come on, it, it, it's a small Freudian slip. It doesn't mean anything. I think it means a whole lot because if we're not a socialist country but, or democracy, Kurt, what's the difference between a democracy and a socialist country? I don't think there is much, Kurt, because democracies vote themselves socialism. A republic prevents that, okay? The insurance policy, just in case Hillary Clinton lost. Remember the insurance policy. Now, on the campaign trail, the first time Donald used to join in the locker-up chants. Now he says nothing. They appointed 18 very angry Democrats to try to take down our incredible movement. By the way, who's they, Kurt? They appointed 18 Democrats. Let me ask you a question. Who is they? Do you know? Uh, um, I suppose he's talking about the swamp. 
Yeah, and would that be who's they appointed? Or the Democrats? I don't know. <clears throat> well, the Democrats just can't appoint people all by themselves, can they, Kurt? Especially when there's majorities well, in all the different branches of government, right? From from what I can see, they do that, Sam. What they do is they they say, um, you know, like say a committee has, uh, um, I don't know, nine people, and five of them are Republicans and four of them are Democrats. Yes. And they make these deals where they say, look, we're going to appoint nine judges, so you guys get five and we get four. Um, yes, I agree with that. But so who did it though? Well. To me, that'd just be, you know, the insider. Yes, yeah, we're swamp monsters, Republican and Democrat alike. Forever. The king man. Yeah. Know, so, but I don't like this idea that the Democrats did it. Blame it on the Democrats, the Democrats, the Democrats. Okay, we've got to be honest, and it's the swamp doing it, and Donald is ignoring half the swamp now. All right. After up? two years, 1.4 million pages of documents. 500 search warrants, 500 witnesses, 2,800 subpoenas, and 40 FBI agents working round the clock. What did they come up with? No collusion. And the facts that led our great attorney general to determine no obstruction. No collusion, no obstruction. And they spent $40 million on this witch hunt, $40 million. So I appreciate it, and I agree with this point, Kurt. It is a shame. It is a sham. But my big concern is what have the Republicans or what have Donald and his administration done about it do you see any accountability for that that abuse going on that donald's right about kurt he's right but i don't see any accountability anywhere so who's got control the donald or them and if they've got control then how did he drain the swamp and you know how are we making so many gains and how has this ended and that's solved and uh, or is it so anyway, I, that's a, a lot of my take from the speech. He goes on and beats up Hillary. The crowd wants to lock her up. Donald doesn't say that anymore. Uh, and he goes on and talks about a lot of other issues. A lot of the points that he makes are correct. But there's some flies in the ointment. But at the end of the day, who do we have for 2020, Kurt? We'll break that down in a minute. And any other tidbits Kurt got from the speech. Uh, and we'll do it in seconds. Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. 
As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205 672 2000. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Yes, it is. And we're going through Donald Trump's speech from last night, and he says this next, and he's spot on. Remember President Obama's famous line caught on the open mic, secretly telling the Russian president to, quote, inform Vladimir that after my election, I'll have more flexibility, okay? Remember that? Okay, in my opinion, that's treasonous. Okay, but where's the accountability? Where's the do something about it? See, Donald loves to get on the campaign trail and just tell you all the problems in Washington, but I don't see any real accountability. If the president really did this, and we have the evidence that he did, what more do we need? There needs to be uh, beyond impeachment proceedings against Don, uh, Obama. There should have been impeachment proceedings right when that happened. But even though it didn't, now what about criminal activity? What involvement did Barack have with the Russians? And you want to know the answer? We're not even looking into it, are we? We're not even looking into remember it. Remember that? A lot of people remember that. I remembered it. I saw it happen. I didn't like it. They don't bring it up. The fake news will never bring it up. And in September... Hold on a minute now. There are news organizations that are bringing it up that are backing Donald a thousand percent in it. But you know what? Donald won't even work with us, will he, Kurt? Will Donald work with you, Kurt? You're the one willing to bring it up and talk about it and help the Donald make that point and help create accountability. But is Donald willing to work with you, Kurt? Makes you wonder why not, huh? Just before the election, the FBI told President Obama about possible Russian interference, and he did nothing because he thought that Hillary Clinton, crooked Hillary, was going to win. That's why he did nothing. See, President Trump, again, is right as rain. He did nothing. He's spot on, and he's highlighting the criminal activity. He's right. I built up the military. 
imposed sanctions on Russia and provided alternative energy sources for all over Europe that competed very, very strongly with Russia. We are, by the way, the number one producer of energy in the world because of what we've done right now. He's right. It's tremendous. Why don't we use more of that energy at home? Because the environmental wackos have us uh, shut down. More chanting. Democrats don't care. The Democrats don't care about Russia. They only care about their own political power. They went after my family, my business, my finances, my employees, almost everyone that I've ever known or worked with. But they are really going after you. That's what it's all about. Not about us, it's about you. They tried to erase your vote. Erase your legacy of the greatest campaign and the greatest election probably in the history of our country. Deny you the future that you demanded and the future that America deserves and that now America is getting. Our radical Democrat opponents are driven by hatred, prejudice, and rage. They want to destroy you, and they want to destroy our country as we know it. Not acceptable. It's not going to happen. Okay, I think it's tremendous. I think he's right. But I don't believe they, as just the Democrats, is the problem. And that's kind of where I think we're going off the rails. Uh, what we're going to do is put a bunch of uh, you know Democrat swamp monsters in there along with a bunch of Republican swamp monsters in there. And that concerns me greatly. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll work on more uh, edits of this to play more sound bites as the broadcast unfolds. Kurt, why don't you go ahead and, and, and update us on some of the stuff that you've been able to see from the, uh, the speech and the, what he's working on here. Well, um, you know, at least uh, I'll give you s- just a few other pushback things that are coming from uh, you know, uh, the opposition, the guys that are, at least in my opinion, even though they're, they may not be in Washington, D.C., they're part of the swamp big time. Um, you've got the uh, Breitbart piece where the headline says the Orlando Sentinel, you know, and so this is a newspaper right there in Orlando where he had, you know, I mean, 120,000 people trying to get into a President Trump rally, and they... Well, it says the Orlando Sentinel endorses anyone but Trump. Um, You know, typically uh, these, at least people that want to be popular, are going to get out in front of, uh, you know, um, popular movements like this and say, hey, I'm I'm on board. But um, the thing is, um, the media and the uh, powerful insiders are they're strong and uh they uh, they say the uh, orlando sentinel basically just said hey we're going to endorse anyone but the president uh they said we're here to announce our endorsement for president 2020 or at least who we're not endorsing donald trump that's the editorial board yeah they one of the interesting parts about this right is the, the fair question was brought up by conservatives too to the Orlando Sentinel that said hey how can you say such a thing when you don't even know who the opponent is 
you don't even know who's opposing Donald. Uh, you know, and th- what they said is it doesn't matter. Donald, everything Donald's done is so egregious, so hostile, so hate-filled, so abusive, so racist, so to where it doesn't even matter who the opposition is. Just imagine a yeah, statement they, like that, Kurt. That's right. They said the board said uh, Trump has waged a war on decency by insulting opponents with middle school taunts and concluded that he demonstrates no capacity for empathy or remorse. Trump has diminished our standing in the world. He reneges on deals, attacks allies, and embraces enemies, the board wrote. Um, you know, I just, uh, I don't see those things. Uh, I, uh, although I can tell you this, that I've seen news reports where I've seen a, you know, a snippet or whatever that was broadcast, and then you think, well, that's pretty, uh, you know, below the belt or whatever. And then if you get to watch the whole thing, the real picture of it, you know, like for example, the president uh, with the National Day of Prayer, uh, you get a whole different picture of what, you know, the president's been doing. Um, But that's back to what you've taught us forever, Sam, and that is he who owns the media makes the rules. Uh, They can make up what they want and they can pick out what they want. I bet the uh, people at the uh, Orlando Sentinel, like most media sources, get their uh, main reports from the AP, and the AP is not a friend of president. You're right about that. And, I, you know, I, I appreciate the attack on the media, and I think it's justified 100%. But I, I don't know what the conservatives are doing in the media. Look, Bloomberg goes out and buys news, right, Kurt? Jeff Bezos goes out and buys the news. Uh, a lot of these big wigs put their money, these liberal extremists put their money where their mouth is. I don't see any conservatives buying up any media or building any media, hardly. With rare exception, I don't see them. A World Net Daily struggling for money. Their poor leader has a heart attack and they're struggling for cash. Breitbart gets their leader killed. Uh, you know, guys like us run on a shoestring. We're doing the best we can, but man, you know, uh, the conservatives just don't put up a fight. Where's the Donald? Where's um, just say, for example, um, even Jared Kushner, pretty extreme liberal guy, owned a piece of the media. But but where is, say, Donald Trump Jr. investing in, in us? And, you know, when we when we trash the news, we're like, hey, there's fake news back there by the galore, by the dozens. But then I don't see President Trump really working with us in a meaningful way, or I don't see conservatives doubling down and buying their piece of the media to have their say. And I just don't see it happening, Kurt. Do you? What I see, at least um, in my opinion, I've never seen this before, and that is uh, a president that would call out um, the um, what I'd call the blatant um, lies by the media. Um, and yet, you're absolutely right. I, I still see um, the point about him, you know. S- apparently embracing them many times by giving them uh, you know interviews etc uh where i i think uh, as your point is uh, that he should be um well he should be friendly to those who are friendly to him on the other hand i do see that um in a number of areas where uh either he or those you know like um, vice president pence or others will appear on programs that are uh, 
you know, um, at least fair to him, um, if not pro his um, messages. You're completely yeah. right. It's a step in the right direction. We've got to foster and encourage more of that. That's all. I think you're absolutely spot on. I think your point about Donald calling out the media is, is hey, like I say, Donald's done more than any other president. No question. What we got to do is help the president push further. What we got to do is help the president by surrounding him with people that can and will do more. And that's kind of my point is I'm not here to attack Donald and say, you know, hey, Donald's failed in every way. That's not even close to true. He's done a tremendous job. We need to do more. What do you think is going to happen in 2020? You think the president, Donald Trump, is going to win, Kurt? Well, um, I will simply say this. If there's an honest vote, um, and I know that's a big if, um, I, I'd I'd be surprised if there's uh, five states that are, you know, that go to the uh, Democrats. Now, I'm I'm not telling you that that means that uh, the Savior has arrived in, you know, the planet or anything like that. But when you look at the two, you know, sides that they give us, because they don't, you know, the media will not cover... um, you know, the Constitution Party, the Independent American Party, uh, you know, the, the people that we would prefer. Um, but when you are given at least those two, um, I mean, I think you can compare this 120,000 plus people that wanted to get into this to um, uh, like a Joe Biden event where he's lucky to get you know, less than a thousand. Um, and I think that the numbers are similar when it comes to the real voting. Now, I'm, I don't think you're going to see it on the polls because I think, uh, you know, just like I see when I'm selling honey and I've got those Make America Great Again caps there, the five different types. And I get some people that, you know, literally are afraid of uh you know, going, coming up and buying honey simply because of the hats. Um, they would buy them, actually, if they didn't think somebody was going to beat them up or something about it. <laughs> and point. when when you got that going on in America, at least we have a secret ballot, so-called. So then you get people that vote, you know, and uh, I think that's what's going to happen. All right, quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt saying in the Matrix, they're giving us. Who's they? The mainstream press. That's why we need more to fight back to change the landscape, uh, as Kurt wisely points out. But as the choices we've got, look, Donald is the only opportunity that makes any common sense at all. He's done tremendous good. We need to back him and make sure there's more. Uh, but all I'm telling you is it's, it's easy to see. When we get back, I'll, uh, Kurt wisely says, hey, you know, Donald's got a lot of support. And those other guys don't. I'll prove it to you at the top of the next hour. Hang tight. Sam and Kurt, we declare this nation shall endure. 